Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of A Good Drop. Today, we are talking all about nut liqueurs and also struggling to open the bottle of said nut liqueur. <laughs> yeah, this uh, plastic seal on this bottle of Amaro that we have is um, seems as though it was sealed there by Beelzebub himself. We got it. So, I'm Stu. I'm Michael. Let's drink this. Cheers. Cheers. This uh, this liqueur. Mm. Well, at least we got the bottle open now. Yes, we, we got the bottle open. I mean, it's <laughs> it's not the main one we're going to talk about because there's not an awful lot out there on nut liqueurs in general, and Amaro no. is the Vega of the main ones. Mm. But we thought we'd go for Amaro just for something different because you can get Amaretto at any good bottle shop. So, yeah, we thought we'd go with something less common. And, of course, Frangelico is also really well-known. And I think we've done done Frangelico before as well, if you go and listen to our Milk Liqueurs episode. We we talked about it then. Did we? We sure did. Oh, right. There we go. Because, yeah, Frangelico is, of course, a hazelnut liqueur. Yeah, and it goes really well in hot chocolates. Mm, true. We we mentioned it briefly, mm. and I'll I'll mention it briefly again during this episode. Slightly less briefly than we did just now, because obviously we've just mentioned it very briefly, <laughs> but it will be mentioned again, slightly less briefly, but certainly in more detail than we briefly mentioned it previously. We're talking about we're going to focus on um, almond liqueurs today because that seems to be one of the bigger varieties among others. So. Almond is the biggest one, and then followed closely by hazelnut and then walnut. Yeah, and uh, Amaro is made with walnuts. When it's made using nuts, there are apparently varieties that do not contain nuts. Yeah, but why bother? But <laughs> but yeah, it, it does have walnuts from time to time. It's hmm. Does this nutty. one have walnuts? Well, unfortunately, we can't tell. The ingredients are vague as you like, <laughs> and um, just say that it contains... Herbs infusion and natural flavors. Now, those natural flavors could, could contain walnuts. Yeah. They could be anything that naturally flavors an infusion, which mm. is, of course, you know how how all good liqueurs are made is by getting the flavoring items mm. and steeping them for however long you choose in the alcohol base of your choice. Yeah. What uh, What surprised me though was is that. Um, Amaretto is not made with your regular store-bought almonds. It's made with bitter almonds along with apricot seeds and peach seeds. I think it's peach seeds. Definitely apricot seeds. Yeah, and and peach seeds because they're all containing a specific chemical that... uh, Where have I got the name written down? So I've just paused the recording for a little bit because it started raining, but it's, it's past for now, so let's continue. So, the chemical contained in these seeds and nuts is benzo... Benzaldehyde. Benzaldehyde. Yeah, is the chemical that produces the almond flavor Mm. that is found in amaretto. Yeah, along with a few other things like uh, cyanide and amygdalin. Now, an important thing to note is that... um, when they are using almonds and other things that contain cyanide, 
they do process all the cyanide out of it yeah. before they use it for production. Yeah, you'd want to hope so because they contain a significant amount of cyanide. It's about six milligrams of hydrogen cyanide, which is uh, around about 600 times what's contained in even a cigarette. 600 times yeah. the amount of cyanide. I mean, people eat almonds. There's not a lot of cyanide in them, but when you get a lot of them together and process them down to their finest form, mm. yeah, you're going to get a lot of cyanide and they get that out of it. Well, the, the almonds we eat in the store are the sweet almonds, which are low in flavor and low in the uh, amygdalin and benzo benzaldehyde and cyanide it's the the bitter almonds that have the the extra flavors in it ah, and full of cyanide goodness yeah so i'm really glad they processed that out it's it's really easy to process out too all you need really need to do is cook it and then the cyanide's gone or at least mostly neutralized to the point where you can eat it and not die yeah and uh, interestingly <laughs> Though they use the bitter almonds when they're using almonds for flavoring, they do often, as one of the sweetening agents, use sweet almonds. Mm. Yeah, and in North America, uh, bitter almonds are strongly regulated because of this high cyanide content, and they, yeah, you can't you can't buy it commercially, so they have to resort to uh, a flavoring or a syrup instead. So uh, let's talk about uh, the the name because we've talked about using bitter almonds and that kind of brings us nicely into the name and the name mm. of what we're drinking as well because because mm-hmm. uh, amaro literally means bitter and amaretto is the diminutive of the word amaro so it means a little bitter and um, amaretto is not particularly bitter it's sweetened after they bake it and the sweet almonds that they usually add to it during the sweetening process enhance the flavor for the final product Mm. so the name a little bitter is yeah an accurate description because it's a little bitter because it's a little bitter so (laughs) the but only a little only a smidge only a smidge so our expectation (laughs) is that the amaro is going to be pretty bitter yeah now we haven't tried it yet no i haven't even smelled it no i've i've smelled it and it's unlike anything i've ever smelled before well that's interesting i don't want to even describe it until Stuart has smelled it. You're going to leave me hanging. Because it's a pretty remarkable fragrance. Here we go. Ooh, that's interesting. You're right, it's nothing like like anything I've smelled before. Yeah, it's sort of almost reminiscent of being in one of those shops that burns a lot of incense, Hmm. and all the smells of the incense and the potpourri and everything kind of merge together. Yeah, it's very floral. Mm. Yeah, very, very fragrant. I don't don't sense any nuttiness in in the note of it, in the scent of it. It's in the flavour, though. Just so you know, Mikkel... It's really bitter. Oh, wow. That is <laughs> really bitter. Yeah. And this isn't even almond-flavored. It's walnut-flavored. It's walnut. And I definitely mm. I definitely get that in, yeah. the, in the in the palate of it. There's definitely... Oh, yeah. Especially in the aftertaste. Mm-hmm. Like, the that flavor sort of lingers at yeah. the back of your mouth. That, like, bitter but, aftertaste you get after eating a walnut. Mm. It's just amplified. 
Yeah, it's super bitter. Like I can see why this is usually consumed either on the rocks, which would water it down slowly, or with soda water, because it definitely needs something to cut that bitterness. Yeah, it's sweet though. It's nice yeah. and sweet. Just yeah, wow. Yeah, it's it's remarkable that something so sweet can also be so bitter. Well, it's like revenge. It's bittersweet. Yeah, like if, if you could see our faces right now, dear listeners, you would see the confusion in, oh, that's sweet, that's pleasant, oh, that's so yeah. bitter. Well, it, it's sweet until it hits the back of your tongue. Yeah. And then those bitter notes come through. It If you like stout, you'll probably like this, um, but it's it's weird. Yeah. I don't think... It's nice to drink on the rocks as we're drinking it, or no. straight, neat. But it would go. It would be a fantastic flavoring for a cake or something. Yeah, I mean, amaretto is usually is best conserved consumed on the rocks or neat or with soda mm. water or you know obviously in a cocktail of which there are many which contain it. Mm. But uh, but it's also a little bitter. Yeah, but amaro on the other hand is generally consumed Ooh. in very small quantities as an aperitif or mm. a digestive. I can definitely feel that warmth in my belly, so it would it would probably work well as both. Mm. Probably a aperitif. Um yeah, it's it's weird. I yeah. I don't know how to I don't know. I haven't formed an opinion of it yet. I can't decide whether I like it or hate it very interesting so yeah what what do you think um yeah i'm also sort of torn like after it sits on the palate for a while and it starts to mellow out the it's a pleasant aftertaste that you're left with Hmm. and the initial flavor is very pleasant as well yeah it's just that the flavor that follows is so strong and so bitter and like it's it's a different sort of bitter to what I'm used to. Like I I don't mind a a strong bitter coffee, but this is a different kind of bitter. Yeah, it's not a not a coffee bitter. Ugh. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go go with no. I'm gonna nope on that one. Yeah, I mean my my reasoning for choosing the amaro over the amaretto, which is of course sweeter and would have undoubtedly been far more palatable, <laughs> is that um you know this came first. Yeah, the bitter came before the a little bitter, and I mean the the bottle on the Lazaro Licori Amaro Liqueur, which we currently have, is emblazoned with the year eighteen fifty one, which is how long Lazzaroni Licori or Lazzaroni Liqueur has been around for. Mm. So they've been around for a long time. They've been doing it before amaretto and, was a thing. Yeah, and this is an old drink. Yeah. And, yeah, I would guess in a very small quantity, like the sort of glass that one would usually consume in a parity for digestive in, it's fine. You just drop it back one shot and mm. game over. But we didn't we're, do that. We're sipping it. <laughs> we're, we're sipping it. Sipping it like noobs. Yeah. So, because we, we're experienced with amaretto and frangelico and then there's this, and we're yeah. learning all about this. Yeah, so you can learn from our fails, and <laughs> yeah, if if you like things that are insanely bitter, yeah, do try this. And I'm going to try mixing it with various things to see how it goes. It'd probably go well in coffee. It'd do well in a uh, yeah piccolo or something like that. Mm, it, add a it shot might. to. 
to your coffee. Yeah, do well with some or with you, some coffee or, or your chocolate. And definitely, I could see it doing better mixed with soda water, or even perhaps mm. with some lemonade, or maybe even mis- mixed with a citrus liqueur. Mm. Something that would add a sweetness to it to balance out the bitterness. Mm. But uh, while we're talking about mixing things with other things, <laughs> let's double back into amaretto because it is in a number of cocktails. Oh yeah, stacks, bro, <laughs> and heaps, uh, bro. <laughs> There are three official International Bartenders Association cocktails that contain amaretto. There's a whole bunch of other cocktails that contain it too, Mm. but three of the official IBA certified cocktails contain it. And that is the Godfather, which is made using 35 mils of scotch and 35 mils of amaretto, served on ice in an old-fashioned glass. The Godmother, which is 35 mils of vodka, 35 mils of amaretto served on ice in an old-fashioned glass, and the French Connection, <laughs> which is 35 mils of cognac and 35 mils of amaretto served on ice in an old-fashioned glass. Hmm. So if you've got an old-fashioned glass, you're set. Yeah, you can make three different IBA-certified official cocktails. Well, and you know, amaretto, obviously, and some vodka and some cognac. And I have Irish whiskey from our uh, from an episode or two ago, but I'm not sure that's the same thing. I don't mm. think it'll taste right. Yeah, the flavor's not the same. And no. clearly, I need to get some amaretto. <laughs> Although, the the Irish whiskey is sweeter than Scotch whiskey, and this is not as sweet as amaretto. So, so maybe it could work. It could work. Maybe it would work. I wouldn't want to mix it with cognac, though. No. I, I, wouldn't, no. I wouldn't want to try the French connection using amaro, amaro instead Ugh. of amaretto. I, I think that would be like asking someone to kick you in the teeth. <laughs> Like, please, sir, punch me in the face. <laughs> that would just Jeez. be flavors that would not work together. <laughs> Speaking of uh, bad pairings, yeah, very. It, it's the. It is different. It is the most different drink I've had so far. Yeah, that is the first very bitter liqueur I've tried. Yeah, this this is a drink that I can see unless I can find a really good mix for it as a cocktail mm. just sitting in my drinks cupboard for a long while. It'd be great at parties, just bring it out. Hey, have you tried this tomorrow? It's really good and then people have it like, what the... <laughs> yeah, just have, have a shot of this, have a shot of yeah. this. So, ah! good, good party trick. Yeah. It's like, oh, what the hell did I just have? <laughs> mm, it's It's relatively strong though yeah. well, i say relatively like relatively. as far as these sorts of liqueurs go it's mm. uh, about 25 percent 25 mm. Mm. that's more than the average liqueur yeah yeah yes stronger than your average liqueur stronger <laughs> than amaretto uh 13 13.8 standard drinks per bottle yeah could be could be good mm. so if you're a close friend of one of us uh don't say anything when you come to if you come to a party <laughs> yeah, don't don't ruin when we don't say try this tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, but, pretty um, please. Yeah, now let's uh, <laughs> let's double back on amaretto going well in things because amaro we don't know what it goes well in yet. Not yet. We'll we'll find out. But amaretto we know goes well not just in cocktails but also in cooking. Mm. It's uh, fa- yeah, fantastic. People uh, bakers use it in danishes and keep uh, like sweet pies and. Desserts. Yeah, it's um, it's popular in tiramisu, and uh, it's a good way to add richer flavor to pancake batters or even whipped cream. Yeah, and let's not forget amaretti cookies, because they are really popular 
in Italy. It's uh, despite the name amaretto or amaretti, they are they're sweet still, but they're flavored with the amaretto liqueur. Amaretti vary substantially throughout Italian territory because you know they're uh, uh, a folk recipe. Uh, no, what's the word? It's a um, one of those recipes that everyone's mum or grandma has. Oh, it's one of those. It's it's a traditional family That's recipe, passed down through generations, and every family has their own their own version. Yeah, there is in fact a baked goods a baked goods company in Italy called Lazzaroni, which you know, same name as the brand of the drink that we're having tonight, who also coincidentally make amaretto hmm. and make amaretti, and uh, a apparently very popular in Italy for the amaretti. So they. That all the amaretti cookies or biscuits are, yeah, they're made of sweet and bitter almonds, egg whites, sugar, and they uh, they can also be made with or using baking powder and um, flavored with apricot kernels and other things, bitter and sweet almonds, you know, all that hmm. jazz that goes into a, a biscotti. Yeah, so it's it's basically the process that goes into making the amaretto drink goes into making the amaretti biscuit. Yeah, it's well, the actual bitter almonds and the, or the sweet almonds. Yeah. they all go in yeah, there. Yeah, the same ingredients. Yeah, not process. Just, yes, a, a different process. Obviously, they don't steep it in alcohol, though. I wouldn't mind eating that either. Yeah, I'd eat that. Mm. <laughs> uh, there's a number of cakes made that way, like a uh, Christmas cake. Yeah, well, and tiramisu is in fact made. That way, yeah, you soak the through sponge. soaking in, mm. yeah, in amaretto, but or, uh, or in um, tea maria, yeah, yes, indeed. But if we come across to because uh, we've talked a lot oh. about sweet things now, oh, <laughs> I forgot how bitter it is. <laughs> you, you take a break <laughs> from it and you remember the sweetness. It's like it's like your brain lies to you and says, This is a nice, <laughs> sweet drink, <laughs> and I really enjoy it. I took and, a big swig of it too. <laughs> oh, regrets were had. <laughs> yeah, so I've I've put some Fuck. some coke in mine in uh, in the hopes oh, <laughs> if geez. you could see Stuart's face. <laughs> but I've I've put some oh, coke man. in mine in the hopes that the sweetness would uh, balance out that insane bitterness. <laughs> and I I had a, a taste of it when it first went in, and it was better. But now it seems as though. The uh, the coke's just been absorbed. Yeah, it's by the amaretto. There, there is no more coke. The coke is gone. There is only there's, there's only bitter. There is only amaro. Yeah, there yeah. is only bitterness. It, it would, yeah. Honestly, this is a liqueur best used as a mixer or as a ingredient in a in a dessert. Mm, but it really is very misleading because you get the first bit. And you can hold it in your mouth at the front near your teeth, and it's really pleasant and sweet and enjoyable. Mm. And then you go, time to swallow, and it rolls back over your tongue. And then regrets were, <laughs> regrets were had. And, and it laughs merrily all the way back as it punishes you. <laughs> it's so bad. It's, Just... oh, I can't give it a bad rating either because it's... It is exactly what it says on the bottle. Yeah, it is. It's it's literally named. <laughs> it's literally named bitter. It's literally named bitter, and somehow we're surprised that it's really bitter. Yeah. 
I should have. It's yeah. The name is bitter liqueur, and that's totally what it is. But back to the little bitter liqueur. Back to the (laughs) amaretto, though, because um, we've we've talked about all the ways you can use it in desserts, but Mm. you can actually also use it in savory dishes. It uh, can be used to quite good effect with chicken dishes, and um, of course you can also use it as part of an almondine sauce for vegetables or fish. But yeah, it's mostly a. Aperitive, though. Yeah. You have it before your meal or with your entrees. Yes. And, uh, I mean, I could see you'd want to have... I can see why you would drink the Amaro as either an aperitive or a digestive, because to drink it beforehand is really to... Well, admittedly, it would... It does cleanse the palate. After the flavor sort of... After the flavor fades, Uh your palate is clean. Yeah. It just overpowers your taste buds. Yeah. And it, it, yeah, it really gets your taste buds and your stomach going because now my, my stomach's rumbling to mm, say, hey, feed me. Yeah, and I can see it working as a, as a digestive as well. Yeah. In that, again, it cleans the palate and kind of gets your, gets the stomach churning to work through what you've just eaten. It's, it's an interesting drink and it's, I, I can't rate it poorly because yeah, it, it does exactly what it says on the box Yeah, and it is bitter and I keep going back for more of it anyway <laughs> yeah. because that initial flavor is so it's really pleasant. nice. Yeah. It, it's got a really nice flavor as long as you don't mind the bitterness to it. Yeah. I'd probably give it a seven, honestly. Yeah, like it, I... It's not bad. It's just bitter. Yeah, I, I think I will too, actually. Seven seven <laughs> bottle caps because it's it's so much like life. You've got the sweet, enjoyable bit and there's a bit of bitterness in there as well. Yeah. But it's mostly yeah. enjoyable and then eventually you forget about the bitterness and then and you, you have want another to try swig. again. Yeah. Yep. Just like I did. I'd completely forgotten about it and had another swig and then then I remembered I was suddenly jerked back to reality. Yeah, even though the the label is clearly emblazoned with bitter, bitter, well, amaro, yeah, amaro, bitter in Italian. As as with so many liqueurs, like amaro doesn't really have an interesting story. There's very little history that I could find about it at all. No, mostly these sorts of things are a man's idea and marketing. Yeah, but amaretto, on the other hand, it has a story. It has a legend. Ooh. One of those great legends that so many of these drinks have, which, uh, of course, exists in largely in the town it's from, which is uh, Sorona, Italy. And um, the story goes that, oh, where am I? In, uh, in 1525, a Sorona church commissioned artist, Bernardino Luini, one of Leonardo da Vinci's pupils, to paint its sanctuary with frescoes. Now, uh, as the church was dedicated to the Virgin Mary, Luini needed a model to help in his depiction of the Madonna. And uh, he found a young woman who inspired him and became his model and his muse. And uh, in many versions of the story, she also became his lover. And out of gratitude and affection to the artist for using her likeness to depict the Madonna, she wanted to give him a gift. But she didn't have a lot of money, so she decided to steep apricot kernels in brandy, and the resulting drink was presented to him. 
as a drink and apparently he was very impressed and enamored with her and <laughs> as as everyone is in these legends yeah and of course you yeah, know the story I mean, it, it's italian yeah and some even say that amoretto and amaro they sound a lot like amore which is the italian for love so naturally the legend behind amoretto would which is a little bitter maybe it's a little love and why wouldn't they go all about that instead amor amoretto I don't know. I'm not Italian, so I don't know the pronunciation of these things. Let's talk about the different types of not liqueurs. Because we've got amaretto, which we've been speaking about most of this episode. We've also got frangelico, which is your hazelnut and herbs. You've got... What else is there? There is, on this list, disarono. Disarono. It's a apricot kernel oil liqueur. So we mentioned earlier that you could have a quote-unquote almond flavor from apricot kernels. Hmm. So and it is a nut-flavored liqueur without yeah. actually using nuts. So, yeah, Disarono, Disarono is made with apricot kernels. Uh, you've got Nocello, which is made with walnut and hazelnuts. Uh, Nocino, which is unripe walnuts. Or Orahovac. Or Rohovach. I'm not sure how to pronounce that one, but it's also made with green walnuts, unripe green walnuts. But it must be from a different country. Uh, you've got peanut liqueur. Well, that's pretty self-explanatory. Uh, peanut lolita, which is also a peanut liqueur. Uh, Poch... I can't even pronounce this. Poch... Pochteca? Poteca? I don't know. It's an almond liqueur. Uh, Ratafia. A brandy flavored with almonds, fruit, or fruit kernels, and rivulet or rivulet, which is a pecan liqueur. Uh huh. Those mm. drinks sound pretty nuts. <laughs> There's some interesting spelling on those too. I'm not entirely sure how to pronounce them. So if you know the pronunciation, uh, you can send us a email to a good drop podcast at gmail dot com. Let's go straight into the vlogs. Yeah, that's that's a very nice segue. And because uh, yeah, we've reached the end of the episode, there's a lot of waffling because we like nut liqueurs on our waffles. Mm. Oh yeah, they're they're good on waffles. Mm. Yeah, and uh, so of course, if you want to talk to us about nut liqueurs or waffles or which alcohols you like on your waffles, yeah. Yeah, send us an email. Send uh, us an email and uh, you know, post something on our Facebook wall at A Good Drop Podcast. Yep, you can also find us on iTunes. We'd love it if you gave us a five-star review. Help us get noticed by other people. Yeah, and you know, do follow us there. Follow us on your favorite RSS feed. Follow us on Podbean if you're on Podbean. Yep. Subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app. You should find us as A Good Drop All About Alcohol. And don't forget, we have a website too, agooddrop.com.au. And, uh, of course, word of mouth is another great way for you to let people know that we're good and you enjoy listening to us. Hmm. And uh, we we do always love new listeners, so any new listeners who are just listening now, welcome. We're glad to have you listening. Yeah, thanks for joining us. And be sure to join us next time when we talk about bitters. Bitters, because we couldn't get enough of Amaro. Apparently. Mm, just couldn't get enough bitter, but bitters are less bitter than this. They, uh, yeah, they're a, a cocktail flavouring mechanism. Mm, and <laughs> they're, they're a different kind of bitter. Yeah, 
but we'll talk all about that next time. Next time. So, yeah, until then, cheers. cheers.